You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Welcome everyone. I'm Holly Ramey, and this is Tarot Talk episode number six. So today I am answering a question from a listener. Jessica from Nashville wrote in, where should I focus my attention to make a living now as a stay-at-home mom for the next six months to two years? What area of my interests, what type of work will bring me the most personal and monetary fulfillment and enjoyment? Okay, so I pulled a few cards for Jessica. I actually wrote back to her just to see what some of her top interests were so that I could pull a card for each one of them and see which one really came up with the best fit. So let's start with the first question she asks, which is where should she focus her attention? For this question, I pulled the page or the daughter of swords reversed with the three of wands. So Jessica, this tells me right off the bat that In this decision-making process, you should tune in to your heart and to your intuition a little bit more. So the Page of Swords is a master mind. She is, the swords are the cards of the mind, and she's really focused on logic and planning and just really utilizing her intelligence for decision-making. But in her shadow, in her reversal, this card tells me that dropping into your intuition is going to serve you much more than trying to plan this all out in your head, okay? So a little less thinking and a little more feeling it out. The Three of Wands is telling me, though, that um, you have a sacred space right now. What you have created in your life now thus far and the space that you're in now um, with the three of you, your partner, your daughter, and yourself um, is a very sacred and beautiful space that you've created uh, and that you have everything you need in that. And that is just to say that you can approach moving forward in what you want to do for work and personal fulfillment from a place of strength and gratitude. Also, just to look back and see how much work you've done in the past. But the other message that the three of wands tells me is that you really are on the precipice of expansion. So you've created this beautiful space, but you can also, there's there's room and energy behind you now for which to grow and expand from. And the imagery in the card I love of the writer Waite is um, a man standing out looking over the horizon. And so the energy of this card is like, oh, the possibilities are endless. It's, it's often called the wish card. And like whatever you're wishing, whatever your desire is, um, will come to you now. And so seeing that card with the page is like really tuning into the heart's desires and seeing um, what you come up with, not just thinking so logically with the mind, right? Because that could actually, even though uh, we have to do this in order to live our lives, it can limit us 
sometimes when we are thinking so logically that we forget to really have um, vision, right? And we forget to um, be open to the possibility that abundance can come or fulfillment can come um, in the way, shape, and form that maybe we hadn't imagined it, right? It's the energy behind it that we align with. So um, just starting from that place, but we're going to get more specific because why not? So the second card I pulled for you was for, so when I asked Jessica some of her top areas of interest, the first one she told me was a creative one, right? In writing books. Um, So the card I pulled for this creative interest is the queen of pentacles. And I love seeing her here as the answer to this question, Jessica, the queen and king of pentacles. I mean, they've got their money game down. They've got their earth, tangible, material wealth on fleek. They know exactly what they're doing in the realm of money and earth energy. So of all the cards I've pulled, I feel like she really vibes the highest. I think that this creative project is going to be really, really beneficial for you to do in this time. Not only is the Queen of Pentacles really good with money and really grounded, she's also super loving and the most kind of domestic and nurturing out of all of the queens. So this tells me that not only will this project be extremely fulfilling for you. It will also give you the space to be that loving, nurturing mother to your beautiful daughter um, within doing that work. And since we're talking about short-term work in the next six months to two years, I think that this would really be beneficial for you to work on this project while your your daughter is young. Um, So, Queen of Pentacles says, go forth and really, really tune into this creative project of doing these books. Jessica, I think this is going to be actually the strongest opportunity for you now. However, I did want to pull for a few other options for you. So Another area of interest was real estate. And the card I pulled for that is the eight of pentacles. And there were a few different options with this. And I pulled an eight card for every option. So I think this is a really powerful thing when we pull, I'm pulling three out of four eights, right? Just like last week I pulled, uh, there were four images with the tray. I pulled three of them, right? So when we see this repetition of a number in a tarot card reading, We want to look at what is the connection with this number. Well, eights are, in numerology, a number about karma and about transformation, right? And the eights in the tarot all fall underneath the strength card, which is about courage and bravery and um, inner strength to kind of put yourself out there and be vulnerable. So they're really a strong, powerful number. Now, when you apply the eight to the pentacles suit, this is a card about moving from apprenticeship to master. So this shows me, Jessica, that um, these real estate ventures that you're interested in will pay off in the long run. Um, As far as a short-term game, I think um, not so much, but the long-term rewards that they will reap um, 
will be great. So with the eight of pentacles, it's about like having patience, right? And kind of doing the work every day to like chop wood, carry water, chop wood, carry water. And then eventually you get this big payoff when you go from the apprentice into the masterhood. So this shows me that this is something that you're going to be working on and it's going to be present in your life for a long time. Um, but it's not a short-term goal. It's a long-term goal. So keep putting some energy and effort into it, but I would focus the um, majority of your effort onto the creative project. Now, the second eight I pulled was for a property that you are thinking of um, fixing up and either flipping or renting out. I pulled the eight of wands for this. And the eight of wands, similar to the eight of pentacles, except it happens much, much more quickly. So the pentacles are the slowest cards in the deck, right? Earth energy is about slow and steady wins the race. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Eight of wands is the opposite. Eight of wands is the sprint, right? It's rapid action and transformation of manifestation. So I see that if you do want to maybe put this place on the market or go ahead and start renovating it, that, um, whatever you decide to do, it will happen quickly. So if you put it on the market, it'll sell quickly. If you fix it up and rent it out, you'll find tenants quickly, but it'll be a quick exchange. So if you want to put some energy into that, go ahead. I think that you'll get results rather quickly. Now, the last um, card that I pulled for you is the Eight of Swords reversed. And this was um, in regards to another property that you're thinking about turning into a business. This, I think, needs to be reworked. Um, I don't think it's a great place to start right now. Maybe in the future, I see a shift of perspective that needs to happen. When we're in the Eight of Swords, there's a blindfold on. We're not seeing things as they are. We might be missing out on um, opportunities that are around us that we just haven't come into fruition yet. There's a little bit of feeling stuck in some areas. So if you feel like you have some obstacles around this creative project um, or this rather real estate project, business project, um, it needs a little bit more thinking on maybe just a little bit more time, but where it is now isn't in a place to kind of jump into. Maybe honestly, it just needs to be shelved for a little bit and then worked on after you finish kind of these other two projects that had a strong emphasis. That would be my first guess. But when you're thinking about this, um, you know, the, the kind of idea of the eight of swords is that if you think about being locked in a room and you're trying the door and you're trying the door and you're trying the door and you just can't get out, but then you realize the window was open the whole time. So there is another perspective that will give you some more freedom in this. I just think that right now isn't the time to jump into it. It, it requires a little bit more thinking on planning on vision and maybe just time. Okay, Jessica, so I think that this answered all of your questions. I hope that you find some clarity from this, and I will meet you all at the next segment in a few minutes, and we'll do a full moon report. Take care. Thank you.
Okay, everyone, welcome to the second portion of the show. I'm going to give you an energetic forecast using the tarot and a full moon report and waxing moon report. So this is going to be energy for the full moon in Sagittarius this Monday and how to work with it in the two weeks that follow. And the two weeks that follow are the waning moon, right? So we have the apex of the full moon, the bright illumination, and then for the following Two weeks after that, the moon wanes back down to new. But before we get into all of that, I just wanted to start with a few announcements because we have at the end of this week a pivotal shift on the Celtic wheel or the wheel of the year. And it's called summer solstice or midsummer. And this is a time when the days are the longest, right? So this Friday on the 21st, we have the longest day of the year. And then every day after that, the days start to get shorter and shorter until we come back into balance in the fall equinox and then all the way until the winter solstice when the days begin to lengthen again. So why is this important? Why do we care about what's happening in nature? Because what's happening externally is happening internally. And really, there's no difference. When we really align ourselves with the natural rhythms of this world, then we can find more alignment within ourselves because we are of this world. We are of this earth, right? So if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, we'll celebrate the summer solstice is Friday. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you'll celebrate the winter solstice. Either way, it's a pivotal shift on the wheel. So what we can really do on this day is celebrate it, right? And look and see how what is happening in the expression of nature is also happening within ourselves, right? What is being illuminated at this time, not only with the full moon energy coming on Monday, but also under the brightest light of the sun, right? How can we celebrate this time, these long summer days, this warm weather, this fiery, passionate power within ourselves that's represented by the third chakra, the solar plexus. If you want to know more about it, join me on Friday night at Kali Yuga Yoga for a summer solstice ceremony, and we will meditate, rest, reflect, move our bodies a bit, and do some internal work to align with the shift. And then on Saturday, I'm offering a free workshop at Free People Movement in Edge Hill Village. And this will be a little more solar. So we will be outside underneath the light of the sun, saluting the sun, right? Um, And working on strengthening and opening that third chakra in both workshops. It's going to be really great. So if you can, if you're in Nashville or around Nashville, join me this weekend for these workshops. And um, also what I have coming up in July is another course, Finding Your Purpose. So I'm going to do it again um, the last three weeks of July. So if you missed out on it in May, it's coming back for you. Um, And I'm probably going to take a break from it after that because uh, in August I have a Reiki Level 2 coming up. And then in the fall, I'm thinking of 
launching a different group program. Uh, so I'll keep you guys posted on that. But I also have an opening for my one-on-one mentorship. And now's the time to do it. Okay, you guys, so it's a three-month mentorship program, and you can do it from anywhere. So even if you don't live in Nashville, we could do it virtually via Zoom sessions or FaceTime. Um, And it's a really deep dive into the mystical. It's a deep dive into these feminine practices. We've been living in a patriarchal society for our whole lives for thousands of years. And most people that come to me, my clients, and people that want to find a different way of working are looking to be more in touch with the feminine energy. This doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, we all have masculine and feminine energy and we all need to balance that, right? Rest is not a reward for productivity. The feminine is deep creativity, sensitivity, and that's not a negative thing, right? Sensitivity is a powerful, powerful thing. When we are sensitive and empathic to the energies around us, then we can better flow within them and then the better we can create, right? So if you're interested in learning the tools that have helped me do this, and I am a very masculine woman. If you look at my astrological chart, uh, I think out of 10 planets, I've got eight in a masculine energy. So for me, developing my feminine energy has become a lifelong practice. It's not something that comes naturally to me, which I think is something that most people assume, um, but it's not. And that's why I've spent so many years, almost 20 years now, um, learning about it and how to really hone it and how to balance the two. And this affects every single area of your life, you guys, your emotional area, your, your physical body, your relationships, your work, all of it. Um, so if you want to learn more about that, just go on my website and uh, you can see the page for my mentorship program. There's an application to fill out, really serious applicants only. You've got to commit to once a week, 90-minute sessions, dedicated, and um, really ready to up-level level, <laughs> and incorporate new practices into your life to help you make changes and shift. So that being said, Thanks for sticking with me. I know this has been a long intro. Let's get into the card reading. So the energy that I pulled for us is the Knight of Pentacles. And I love this dude because he applies his fiery nature to earth. And so it's all about moving forward, but it's about moving forward with patience, dedication, and willingness to just put your head down and do the damn thing. Stay in your own lane. Don't care about what anybody else is doing. There's no comparisons here. There's no looking over the fence to see what your neighbor's doing. There's no checking your IG to see what other people are doing and saying. This is when we put our head down and we stay in our own lane and we do our thing. It requires patience. It requires dedication. He is known to be so trustworthy and so loyal. And the idea here is that whatever it is we're working on, it's a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So this isn't a time to like try to manifest something right away. This is a time for long-term vision and planning and to know that if you stay consistent in the work, that you will reap the rewards over time. 
So whatever seeds you're planting now, in whatever area of your life it is, think about growing a tree rather than growing a flower, right? So maybe we're working on creating more stability in living in this earth energy. Um, You're not going to plant the seed and expect it to grow overnight. But what you're going to do is water it and nourish it and make sure that the soil is in an opportune place for you to continue germinating that seed. And you're not going to see the results. You're not going to see that little bud peeking through the soil for a while. And even then it's going to take time. And so this is the energy of the Knight of Pentacles. Head down, chop wood, carry water. So the question I want to ask you for this full moon is, what are you going to dedicate yourself to? What daily practices do you need to show up and do the work with consistency and dedication every single day? Where do you have mental resistance? Where does your mind say, "Mm, I don't want to do this. I can do it tomorrow. And then we put it off or we procrastinate it. And then we continue spinning our wheels because we shame ourselves for procrastinating it. And we say that we don't have any willpower. But the thing is, is that we, it's not really about willpower. It's about just understanding that anytime we want to make a shift in our life and change and grow, that that means we have to lean into discomfort. And whenever we lean into discomfort, we're going to get a reaction from our ego. We're going to get mental resistance. The ego is going to say, you shouldn't do that today. You'd be better doing it tomorrow. There's something else to do today. You're too tired today, whatever it is, right? So whatever thing you've been trying to do, just do it every single day even if it's two damn minutes a day, right? So let's take a meditation practice, for instance. Um, When I teach my clients how to start meditating, I don't ask them to start doing a 20-minute meditation every day. I say, start with two minutes and commit to it and show up and do those two minutes every single day. You could do anything for two minutes. And then when you make that promise to yourself and you don't betray it, then your mind starts to change. And you say, oh, I can do this thing. And then it stretches out to three minutes and then four and then five. And then eventually you're doing that 20 minute meditation every single day and you're reaping the rewards and the benefits. Now, the second card I pulled for us in, you know, where we're headed with all of this is the ace of swords and the aces are about a new beginning and the swords are about the ego, the mind. And so there's a huge opportunity for a shift in perspective, right? So whatever it is that you feel has been holding you back in terms of your thinking, whether it's self-judgment or self-criticism, self-doubt, any of those things, the Ace of Swords comes in with a new, fresh energy saying, it's time to see things in a new way. And the good thing about the Ace, you guys, is we don't have to do the work. We've already done it. We just have to be open and willing to see things from a new perspective. So we just have to embrace the gift of the ace. So what do you want to start seeing differently? The tale of two wolves is a Native American tale. And uh, it's a story, right? And the elder of the tribe is speaking with his grandson, and he's telling him the story of the two wolves that live inside of him. He says, one is dark and evil and jealous and judgmental and critical, and the other is light and compassionate and vulnerable and full of love. 
And he said, they're always fighting all of the time. And the grandson asked which one wins. And he says, it's the one I feed. So if there is any old, outdated belief, thought, storyline that you've been telling yourself, it's time to let it go and stop feeding into that story. Shift into a new one. Do your positive affirmations. Try EFT tapping. What can you do to invite this new way of thinking into your life? The last card that I pulled for us is the Six of Swords. So another card in the sword suit, another card about our mental and intellectual abilities. And the sixes are about moving from darkness and into light, right? And this is the outcome of this work of the Knight of Pentacles and the Ace of Swords together, right? So when we really show up for ourselves every day with consistency, right? Do that meditation practice, do that exercise, write that damn book, whatever it is you want to do, you guys carve time out for it every single day, open up to this new perspective. And then we're gifted with the six of swords. The six of swords is about moving on from the darkness of our past into the light of our future. This could sometimes be interpreted as actual travel, physical travel from one place to another. So if you're thinking about moving, if you're thinking about taking a trip, right? Six of Swords is a great omen for that. Also full moon in Sagittarius. Sagittarius loves to travel, right? Sag is a fire sign that's all about opening and expansion and movement, and they love to explore new places. Okay. So whether you're making this, this journey on an external level, so you're actually moving your home or going on a trip or an internal level. It doesn't matter. The medicine is the same. You're moving from a place that didn't serve you well into a place that now does. And the one thing I'll say about this card is sometimes it's hard to leave. Even if what we're leaving behind doesn't serve us anymore, it can be hard to walk away from because it was comfortable. And at one point it probably did serve us well. And so even if you're walking away with reluctance, even if you're having a little bit of trouble letting go, you find yourself gripping tightly. It's okay. It's a normal part of the process, whether we're walking away from something good or that we deem bad or negative, it's okay to grieve it. It's okay to slowly loosen your grip rather than let go all at once. And it's okay to be gentle and compassionate and patient and kind to yourself in the process and also offer gratitude to what you're walking away from. Because even if it doesn't serve you now, it kept you safe at one point, or at least you perceived it to. All right, you guys. So I'm going to leave you with that. These are some really beautiful cards and it's going to be a powerful week with this full moon in Sag and this summer solstice coming up. So have a great week. Stay safe. And I will be back in touch with you guys at the new moon. Take care.